welcome to the show. show, Andy. Welcome to the show. Jesus Christ. We've even, I even, I even like, gave, I even like give a warning. I'm like, all right, boys, here we, here we go. In three, a professional <laughs> broadcaster. Uh, welcome to what I hope is the last virtual podcast that we have to record for a while. Talking Reckless 320. My name is Matt Eads. I'm joined by Andy Captain. Can I talk now? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, go, go ahead, Andy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Hello? <laughs> Brandon Lynch is uh, here. How's it going, Matt? How are you? Do I get it's going. Sound effects? I'm okay. Yeah, I figured for the last, uh, well, hopefully the last, things are kind of opening up here, so hopefully we'll be back in the studio soon. I figured for the last home one, we get the old soundboard hooked up, really, Hell really, yes. really give it the business. Uh, play, Warren Bear, Mama Mia! Excited to have you. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. That's hard to tell if that's even you or, or the... Mama Mia! Mama Mia! <laughs> oh, which one is real? Which one is fake? We'll never know. Welcome to the show. Uh, episode 320 here on May the 24th. Uh, hope everybody's doing well. We're staying safe and sane. Things are kind of slowly starting to open back up here in Edmonton, which is cool. Uh, stoked to get back in the did studio. Did we enter a whittle? Did we enter a whittle? Yeah, he yeah. did. The, he just played the sound. Oh, did you I think that was all on the soundboard, Andy? No, I got confused. <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought that's just like I... piecing together words, uh, <laughs> like it's a fucking orchestra keyboard just like a big organ that's right andy that is very good uh yes if you're we we, uh we're we're streaming this live like we usually do um if you're watching the video we have some excellent pictures i I chose the best picture of each of us uh my favorite picture of each of us with blathers representing our good friend blathers bears hell yes Um, yeah go check out the vods and stuff uh how we doing how we doing fellas on the cusp of lockdown ending at least for now we'll probably be back in it but oh the floodgates are open i have fully embraced the fact that we're allowed to go outside now i don't think there's a stranger i haven't kissed and <laughs> basically the entire world is back to normal in my world brando how uh how are you feeling uh i'm not andy levels uh for sure haven't uh been going around looking things and in the in the way he has, but I've I've done a socially distanced ref, restaurant visit where they only had like eight people in a Boston pizza, which that is kind of nice. Yeah, kind of kind of all right actually. I get yeah. used to that. Uh, and I think they were like near capacity. They said they're like we can't really do a lot more than this, and I'm like that's oh, wow. great. Um, yeah, I uh, I think I'm on kind of a tour of duty to find the places that I'm like, well, I don't feel comfortable here. And the places that I do feel comfortable uh, that are doing a good job. So, yeah, it's, it's very have, weird going back outside. I, yeah. I have to, I have to say, uh, I've went golfing and to a bar since they've kind of opened back up. I've felt more comfortable at both those places than I have going to a grocery store since this thing started. Yeah, yeah grocery I, stores are still so much. They freak me out so much more than like going to a buddy's house and yeah, going to share a booth with my mother at a Boston pizza with no one else around. Uh, grocery stores still freak the hell out of me. Totally. I was at the grocery store like three days ago. The folks preparing, because uh, usually I go to the deli and get like some sandwich meat and, and a bunch of stuff. Uh, the folks behind the deli, not wearing masks. And I was not okay with any of that. They're like cutting and handling food, 
Nobody's wearing a mask. Yeah, you can't do that. Couldn't deal with it. I even yeah. said something. I was like, oh, they, they didn't give you guys masks or what? And the lady just shrugged at me. Like, okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's weird. It's, we're living in un, unprecedented times. Part of a major historical event, uh, which, you know, 50 years from now might be kind of interesting to talk about. But. It will be. It's very strange. Very, very strange. Studio opening will be like my first seeing anybody in a lot of weeks. A lot, a lot of weeks. I can't Thanks wait till. I, I can't wait till the grandkids say, "Oh, grand!" Oh, wait, that's my grandpa voice. The grandkids wouldn't sound like that. Grandpa Andy, what what did you do during the quarantine? And I'd just be like, "Oh, I was just playing Overwatch with the bees. Yep, staying inside, nah. looking at memes. The times were tough, but the memes <laughs> were good." Nash, let me show also, you one, you young whippersnapper. Oh, like, yeah, opens this, this photograph means. book, old album. Like, oh, here's a meme we laughed. I remember this one. Oh, yeah. Also, your grandson sounds like he is in like a British orphanage. Daddy, <laughs> can I have some more? <laughs> Please, Daddy, can I have some more? Me? Not tell I tell you about COVID nineteen. Morin, how are you feeling? How are things in uh, Barrisburg? Uh, I feel like I'm I'm starting to get a little bit better, but yeah. I am uh, arguably more uh, more nervous because of people, mm-hmm. not necessarily like Andy, but like Andy, that mm-hmm. are taking this as a sign of we're totally fine. Which like Andy better, pretends but... to be. Yes, it, yes, that's yeah, that's that. There are there are people who actually the second and then like here in Alberta. In, in, in Edmonton specifically, it's really not bad. Like, Brandon was just telling us before the, the yeah. show, we're, like, single-digit confirmed cases in some areas. Uh, and even that is enough to, like, keep me freaked out. Imagine imagine mm. if we lived south of the border a few, uh, not even really very far, like, a few hundred miles, and, and if that, you're in the States. Yes, and the thing I think people need to keep telling themselves when they think we're out of it is that we don't start to open up because uh, the the virus is not a threat anymore. We are starting to open up because our hospitals have tons of room to deal with us if we get it. Yeah. Yeah. Virus like always going to be a threat. Always. Yeah. Even if we get a vaccine, like it's, it's the new reality. You know, we just all got to accept it. It's always going to be. We're probably always going to. Well, maybe not in this part of the world, but we probably always should wear masks when we go to, say, supermarkets. Uh mm just going forward wear your masks don't be you, 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 you at home wear, wear your masks andy wear your goddamn mask i watched the video today uh, oh sorry go ahead Will. i don't have a mask because i don't go places they're very hard to find i got a good i got a nice fucking one with some leaves on it here i'm holding it right now oh, wow fucking i have one nice mine has flames on it it's pretty dope uh yeah, also too does have flames in the gas station, they had a stack of masks at the counter for sale, and there was like a limit on them, but they had uh, like decent medical masks that are available for you to just purchase. So if anybody needs masks, the gas station on King Street in Spruce Grove, they got them. Also, too, way. the liquor store has at least 550 cases of Bud Light. So you can go over there as well, too, and get yourself some beer. Yeah, they're well stocking up. They, well ha- they think something's yeah. coming. My is, neighborhood... Uh... Knows what's up. They're fucking ready for it. Is Spruce Grove? Do you have the? Is the Side Mario's in Spruce Grove, or is that Stony Plain? No, that's the Cheesecake Factory. Saint Albert. 
There's definitely one in Spruce or Stony. I just always get them mixed. No, there's one there in St. Albert for sure. Yeah, definitely there one in St. Albert. There used to be one in Spruce Grove, but now it's a cheesecake place. Oh, is that, is that like the last couple of years? I think last summer I was definitely there. Yeah, I would have been probably in the last couple of years because right, I definitely would know being. If I can't go to East Sedmars, I'm not coming all the way. Hot, to hot take. Spruce. Hot take. Uh, I know everyone fucking goes bananas for. Um, oh my god, Olive Garden and their breadsticks. Yeah. East Side Mar is a hundred times better. Oh, a thousand times better. To, I was just about to say, as a child, I remember going to East Side Mario's for the first time ever, and I wanted to go back with my mother. Never took me, so I don't like her anymore ever since then. Because they could eat that delicious. One we butter. haven't spoken since, actually. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the, that, that I, I specifically remember that garlic bread being mm. fucking on point. It was yeah. thick, and it was garlicky, and yes, and Whittle, you- that butter was incredible. Sometimes when you go to Olive Garden and you ask them for another plate of the bread, they give you the stink eye, whereas you said, Mario's don't give no fucks. They offer it, in fact. Can I get you some more bread? You're goddamn right you can, madam. It's an, it's an entire loaf. They whip the butter. I worked at East Side Mario's for a lot of years, and I got to tell you, I hated the amount of bread we had to serve. Uh, but as someone who now doesn't work there, fuck, that bread is good. Oh, it's delicious. Fuck, we should be East Side Mario's, boys. Yeah, I'll just... That's what is kind of what I was getting that. at. I'm little trip. I'll do, I'll do a little research. Albert, I'll, do, I'll do a little research. I don't think we have to go quite that far. I'll do a little hey, search. Do a little, do, do a little searching. If if you uh, do find that there is one in Spruce or Stony, then fucking we can go over there. Fucking get loaded up on breadsticks. Oh, yes. I'll lay out some fucking blow up mattresses on the floor. <laughs> come back here and just fucking pass the fuck out. Oh yeah. <laughs> just get drunk as shit at an Eastside Mario's bread oh, and yeah. wine. That's all I'm having. Yeah. That sounds like an incredible time. <laughs> I'm all over that. Would would not be the first time I drunk off my gourd in an Eastside Mario's. Hopefully not the last. In, in fact, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the first time you ever got really drunk was with Eastside Mario's crew. Yes, but that was not. That was in a movie theater. That which, was, yes. Uh, yeah. oh, way worse. Way worse. <laughs> yeah. Talladega Nights. That was film i believe Ooh, oh heck of a banger <laughs> yeah it was right so that that dates it you can you can find the exact weekend that was because it just came out seven probably eight uh let's see because no maybe before that minor, right? uh, 2006 so i'd have been i'd have been 15 yeah. 14 or 15 that's not fuck yeah for your first time trying booze that's that's i feel like that's that's right where i early responsible yeah. yeah that's probably most my people. that was mine too i think i tried it later Threw up on the floor of a senior frogs. Oh, gross. I threw up on mm-hmm. the back of my boss's wife's head. Ooh, that's Hell gross. yes. <laughs> That'll work. While you were doing her. Mm. Hey-oh! Nope, Hey-oh! nope. While we, were wait- while we were waiting for the movie to start, actually. <laughs> Didn't even make it to the start of the film. Dispute on her? Nope. <laughs> yeah, I was like looking for a that's cup. Awesome. I remember I remember like looking at her like, I need a cup. I need a cup right now. Too yep. late. Yeah, and away she went. And then I passed out in the bathroom, and someone somehow got me home. Good man. It was a magical night. That's why you need to always drink responsibly. Always, yeah. But when, you, when it's your first time, you have no idea how responsible he is, and there's, there's like a delay yes. effect is the big thing, right? Because you have like, uh, mm. you, know, you know, you have a couple beers, or you have a beer, say, for your first drink, you're like, well, I don't feel anything. I don't, I don't understand this alcohol thing. I better, I better have another. Yeah. And then no, before you know it, you're just, whoa. Supercut. Yes. Video games, gentlemen. You want to talk about them? 
Oh, Boy. God, I didn't finish my news story. I'd actually first like to remind everybody <laughs> that this podcast is brought to you by the smooth, delicious taste of Fireball Whiskey. Light up your <laughs> nights. Stop it. I mean, it's and it's our last shot. chance. We got to use them. Yeah, that's the shot alarm. That's the shot alarm. Is uh, the ding, uh, ding, ding one shot. Uh, it's, it's tremendous how much pressure you've put on. Uh, I don't know about Whittle, but specifically Brando and I, when it comes to doing those news stories, it feels like, like oh, man, I don't have a news story yet. My boss is going to be so mad at me. Like, we're sitting there playing <laughs> games. I'm like, oh, fuck, I didn't get my news story yet. <laughs> Brittle's no, laughing don't, at me. Oh, don't worry. You'll hear like, about it when we get the news. Don't you no, worry, I Andy. Have I, I, uh, I, I, have, I have one. It's, but, yeah. it's the closest thing to homework that I've had since yeah. college. We had an yeah. assignment almost exactly like this, didn't we? As as I'm pulling news every week, in, for some reason college, I remember yeah. in college, like having to get I think a we had news to, like, segment come out together with a cast or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah, segment. Yeah, I totally. Oh, like, I just that ripped and read. Yeah, usually I don't think I ever. Yeah, I, those news. I I remember they were always like. One thing you got to remember when you're doing news is don't run to the newsroom because you'll be out of breath. I don't think there was a single time that I wasn't in that jock lounge playing Smash Bros. And then when <laughs> I knew I had 30 seconds to go on for news, I fucking just booked it over to that newsroom. <gasps> yeah. And it's Captain. For, There'd always be somebody rolling down that road. And our <laughs> news. We need well, your news in 10 seconds. Okie yeah. dokie. In, uh, they'll wait. It'll in, happen when it happens. In uh, in Grand Prairie, when I was on air, my office was on the literal other side of the station, and I had to do office work between breaks, so I was often running, like, oh, f- how long is this song? And you get in there, take one big breath, you're like, hey, that was blah, 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 I'm blah, 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 doing blah, 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 all right, here we go, next song, and then just, like, gasping for breath. It was a good time. like a big no-no. Good time. Yeah, you're really not supposed to. No. Maybe they should have given me the fucking corner office with the windows then, is all I'm saying. Maybe they should give me the office closer to the on-air booth, you know, if I gotta be in there. But yeah, see, here, the, here we are. The, the great thing about my position now is uh, that I can really focus on the show and never have to run back and forth because I just make everybody, I just make other people do the work and then I yeah, don't right. have to worry about running around. It's perfect. That's right. so, everybody comes to you. They're all the boss, man. Yeah, they're all scrambling, running out of breath during their shows and newscasts and I'm just like, figure it out! Welcome to the industry. Jeez. <laughs> uh, and he's like fucking cruel industry gatekeeper now. Yep. Yeah, hasn't even been doing that job. Welcome either. to radio, bitch. Smarten the fuck up. Shine my shoes. Yeah. Be doing I did tell somebody today. A lot of unpaid today. remotes. I did tell somebody today before we sat down for like a little coaching session. I was just like, all right, I'm going to tell you right now. Don't get discouraged. And then I just went right into it. Mm, just gave Bless it to him. him. Gave it to him. Oh, yeah. Attaboy. Well, you business. You got to give the tough criticisms, right? Them's criticisms. The interns come there to learn. They don't come yeah. there to beat around the bush. I'm going to lay it out for them the way it is. It's so and also, weird. I don't want them there, so I hope that I hurt their feelings and they leave. So weird that... Uh... I'm, just, I'm just having that midlife crisis thing that, like, it's weird that we're all adults now. We were just in college yesterday, and now, like, Andy's the boss... Andy's an adult, I guess, is what I mean. <laughs> Where did the time that's go? The, that's the Andy's, weird thing. You guys where did the time go? Yeah, like, it's true. Even now, like, every now and then, I remember that Andy's in charge of other human beings, and it makes <laughs> me laugh out loud. I think I would oh, love God. to have Andy as a PD. As an intern, if I had a PD who was not a huge piece of shit and was like Andy, I would honestly probably still be in the industry. 
It's true. But yeah. Maybe Andy I do is make a huge piece of shit at work. That's that's the thing is that you guys don't know whether or not mm, a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be tough. I feel like I've seen Andy at all spectrum level, like best, worst, everything in between. That uh, I'd be I'd be very. The thing I will say, and that I, this it might be me being a braggart. Uh, I'm fair. I'm very fair as a boss. So, like, when it comes modest to mistakes too. and different things like that, yeah, mm-hmm. like, well, no, I'm not modest. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the most modest, in fact. I, I, tell, I tell everybody, I'm just like, hey, when we're sitting down for these sessions, if there's something you disagree with, you're more than welcome to tell me, but I will pull the PD card on you if I just don't have time to, like, have a discussion with you about why you think something's wrong. There'll be just times I'm just like, just do that. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't want to waste my time on this. But for the most part, though, I'm. I'm pretty chill. I'm relaxed. Unless. Pe- unless people like it. The. The thing that gets me is when I go like multiple weeks with somebody not listening to me. Then mm. I snap. Then I. Then I'm like, hey, do you just think if you just continue to not do this thing, I will just forget about it? No, that's not going to happen. You have to do this. Like, stop. <laughs> I think you'd be, a f- Andy. I, be- I bet you are a fine boss. Thanks. I, mean, no, no I think ball. if there's ever an opening, you should apply and work at the same station with Andy. Yeah, you need, <laughs> need new jocks, Andy. I wouldn't. Uh, that would that would actually be an interesting situation. I don't know what I'd do. I'd be like, oh what shit. What do you mean? I would defer to your I'd expertise, be, of course. Like being, I, I don't know if I'd be comfortable with having an plant friends. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, you you've been in professional radio way longer than I have. Uh, have I broadcast probably ten times the amount of hours you have? In your life, and already, already, it's beginning. I knew it. All who's to say? Who's to, who's to say, Andy? You know, you know, what I'm saying who's, who's, who's to say what uh, what correct is? You know, you know, what I'm saying it's so it begins. <laughs> what what is drunk? Really? Uh, I'm a good I'm a good employee. What? I just I do my what? work and then I just go home. I'm a, I am a real talk. I'm a good employee and I don't like to punch talk in, to anybody. Punch out. I just like to, exactly. I like to punch in, punch out. You know, maybe you make a friend or two usually that you kind of hang out with. Bare minimum effort. Not, not bare minimum, but like, you know, I'm not the guy who's like hanging around the lunchroom after hours or whatever. Like, hey, what was everybody? There's always drama. There's always drama. And I find the easiest way to not be involved oh, in yeah. any drama is to just kind of never speak to anybody, you know? GTFO. Yeah. Just like, oh, shift's done. Got to run. That's actually, that's actually one of the things I'll always do. So that's a great attribute to have because, hey, I'll do that if I'm done. I just leave. But also, uh, like, I'm not the type of person that's like, oh, you need to stay here for eight hours a day. Unless you're an intern, then you have to. But, like, if the news guy has, like, had a good week and he's done everything I wanted him to and, like, he's done for the day or something on a Thursday or Friday, I'm just like, just go. Like, there's no point in sitting there okay. and just staring at the computer. Like, just get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't, that's like, what's the point, right? right? Exactly. Yeah, well, there are, like, there are like, the old, if you, if, you, if you have somebody who's been in the industry forever, right, old man boss is very much like, you're here until the second you stop getting paid. Oh, yeah. No, and that's, right. like, that's... <laughs> And that's such an old school way of thinking. And I mean, like our president is like that as well, too. Uh, and if he found out I was doing what I'm doing, he'd probably be mad at me. But it just it makes for such better morale. Like it, you're getting paid to do the job. If you've done your job, fucking go. Like, I don't care. Like, I have like, what do you You can sit there and stare at the computer screen for two hours on a Friday. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't You're care. Here, Andy. Then, then when you come back in on Monday, you'll be a little more motivated to knock it out of the park for me. Right. So here. Yeah. Here. For the record, I'm a good employee, all right? Never been fired in my Excellent. life. Truly, honestly, never, ever once, ever been fired in my life. 
Well, now that I have that Never. information, haven't even haven't even come close. I'm going to look for the the smallest excuse. <laughs> Every single job that I've ever left, I have. Uh, I was going to say I've given two weeks notice. That's not always the case. I've always made the offer to give two weeks notice. That's good. Video Stand games, up. Andrew. Video games, my man. You play any? I got nothing on the sheet here from you. Yeah, um, I and I told as I was staring as I was talking with Brando about how I was scrambling to find a news story. I told him two things: uh, one that I was just going to not put the news story in the sheet and then just read it, and two that I didn't play any video games and I wasn't going to write out that I didn't play any video games. Nothing too different, my friend. Uh, I did play a bit more of Splasher though, so there's that. Uh, there's a little bit that I have. What uh, What's the Splasher update for this week? I uh, I'm, I'm still really liking it. It's yeah. uh. You know, if you're like a, uh, if you're somebody who's a hardcore platformer, you want like a super challenge when it comes to those games. Yeah. Uh, prob- probably not the game for you. Oh. Um, also, too, not really a huge story, but it's, you know, it's only a couple bucks if you're looking for something to burn some time and, you know, kind of just a cute, fun little game. Uh, it's all right. Uh, I'm liking it. It's not one that I, you know, sit down and am itching to play every single day. But if I have like 10 or 20 minutes to burn... I'll fire it up and play a couple of levels. I'm liking it. It's fun. It's got some cool mechanics to it, so... you remember how much it was? It was on sale for five ninety nine when I got oh, it, yeah. and I had enough coins, so I got it for like a dollar. It was a pretty good deal. Yeah, it seems like a neat little game. Yeah, it's alright. Like, if you're looking to burn some time, it's, it's not bad for that, but if you're looking for something with something to bite your teeth into, uh, that's not the game, then. Splasher, which we talked about last week. Tune into last week's podcast for the breakdown on uh, Splasher on the Switch. Said you were eyeballing. Four, said you were maybe eyeballing uh, what the golf, Andy, on the Switch. Oh yeah, that was one that I was looking at. Uh, Brando said he played it on mobile. Eads or Warren, mm-hmm. have you heard of this game yet? Yes. No, sir. So I've seen Apple about... Arcade when Apple Arcade launched. Yeah, so Brando might be able to. Kind of explain yeah, it a little bit better than what I've looked at, but it's very much a it's a very simple like kind of drag your finger across the screen uh, for your like velocity and aim kind of mini golf thing. Uh, but then the kind of where the game gets fun is how it kind of plays with the rules of golf. Like one time, and I don't want to spoil too much, so I'll kind of stick to the few first few levels. But the first time you aim it. Uh, and you shoot it, and it goes in the hole, and it's like, oh, hole in one, and then the next hole, you aim it, but, like, the aim thing goes flying towards the hole instead of the ball, or the, like, power meter does something weird, yeah. or, 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 like, like is it, doesn't, like, the hole move or something on one of them, or is it always, like, crazy, moves, unexpected yeah. shit. Yeah, and it's always one of those things where it's, like, you take a swing at the ball once at the very beginning, uh, to kind of be like, oh, that's funny. That's a funny gimmick. And then you actually try and get the ball in yeah. once you know what the stupid thing is that this hole is doing. Uh, and there's like uh, star, like uh, like stars you can gather by like replaying holes with like where they'll kind of add the challenge. Like this time you have to do it in so many swings. And so the, it can vary from very easy but also funny to very challenging and frustrating. So yeah, that was that was gonna uh, be my question. Is is it like is it a joke kind of thing where you're like, ha ha, these levels are so funny. Yeah, there's jokes littered throughout, but there's definitely ones where it's like, like you go to a world where you're kind of hitting planet to planet and, and you're kind of getting caught in the gravity 
of the planet. So you're like, okay, I got to hit it like straight up, but then the gravity of the planet's going to kind of curve it around here to the other planet. Uh, and the first time you see that, you're like, oh, that's funny. But then like by the last level of that little sequence, you're like, okay, this is actually a difficult game now. Yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> and that's a lot of fun. Uh... Yeah, so and my curiosity for it came from, uh, I think it just got released on Switch recently, but they really marketed it as though it's kind of like a couch game uh, on Switch. Yes. So get all your buddies together and play it. So when Brando said it was on mobile, I was like, oh, that's kind of, I wonder, like I'm curious to see if they added anything to it so that it is kind of like more of a couch game uh, on the console or what the deal is with yeah, it. But I'm always looking version, for those games. To... The version that I played seems super weird. Like, I very much liked playing it in my car uh, when I was sitting in a parking lot or playing it on the toilet or something. It was not a mm-hmm. game that I would ever consider uh, wanting to, like, oh, I'm just going to sit down and play two hours of What the Golf today. Yeah, fun fun to get in there for, like, a quick level or two. Right, yeah, pop in, pop out. So it is weird that it's coming to the Switch, but like Andy said, if they're kind of uh, saying, like, oh, play it with your friends, then maybe they're adding some stuff to it. Uh, that would maybe make that more fun. Yeah, there there, there must be something to that because as it exists, there's no like real multiplayer to it, is there? There's no like pass and play. Uh, there might be a pass and play. I mean, I would never have even looked at it because I was playing on my phone. But maybe there's some sort of like. Is it scoring? I do remember holds? actually. Like, is there even any like multiplayer not, thing to do? No, it's not like a. It's not like a. Uh, like a like a stroke count. It's just like a. Did you beat this one? Check mark. Did you beat this one with the one star difficulty modifier? Check mark. Did you beat this one? Like, it's kind of just like that. So it feels more like you, like, I don't know, like a Donkey Kong or a Mario where both guys can go play through the level and you could take turns playing through the levels, but you're not really competing. Oh, yeah. Weird. I do remember there being a really neat feature in that one where it was, uh, like, show a friend where you could be anywhere in your progress and then from the main menu, hit, like, show a friend, and it would just give them this, like, kind of section of really cool levels so that people would be like, oh, I get what this is, and then they can go buy it if they want, and it wouldn't affect your um, progress, which I thought was a really neat concept for a way to kind of be like, when you ever t- you tell someone you try and explain a game to them like we do all the time, for me to be able to just hand them the phone and be like, here, play this for five minutes, and you'll totally get kind of the arc of this game. Like a demo mode, almost. Yeah. Interesting. That's neat. Yes. What's uh, the golf? Before I could see we playing move. that, getting drunk. Yeah, that's, yes. and that's kind of what I thought as well, too. It might be fun with the fellas to play. So always looking for games like that. Uh, I want to go ahead and say, while we're on the topic of mobile games and golf, just quickly, uh, one of the greatest mobile golf games in existence and one of two mobile games that I actually liked, uh, Super Stickman Golf. <laughs> I thought he was going to forget. Super <laughs> Stickman Golf. Tremendous game. Very favorite good. If you're looking, yeah, if you're looking for something to, well, no, my favorite golf game is Mario Golf. But uh, yeah. if you're looking for just a fun mobile game that's super addicting, Super Stickman Golf. I have, uh, this isn't even a hot take. I, I have, this isn't even a take, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the best version of Mario Golf to come out in the most recent years is Everybody's Golf on the PS4. It's Mario Golf to a fucking T. Pardon the pun. Let me set the one I have. It's Mario's Golf to a T. Thank you. Uh, 
It's very good. It's like I think it's like twenty or thirty bucks too. Uh, I think it only exists on the PS4, unfortunately. Uh, but it's dope. It is such a good golf game. Can I eat? And you said it eat? is Mario Golf. Like it is. It is just Mario. Practically golf Mario Golf without yeah. Mario. Oh, that was gonna be my question. Can I play as Mario? No, you can make your own characters 4. though. The 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 oh. character creator is very good. I golfed against Krillin at one point, and he kicked my ass. <laughs> Well, that God, he must be bad. Yeah, that's... <laughs> uh, check out our new uh, Super Saiyan Pod Super Saiyan is out now as well. So Super Saiyan Pod Super Saiyan 2 just came up this morning. Go find it on the feed. Uh, any other games, Andrew? No, that's it for me for games. How about Mr. Barris? Hello. Um, I about, uh, oh, God. Oh. I mean, I played um, Apex. There's a season, new season in Apex. Just yeah, started five. on Tuesday. Oh, yes. um, new, uh, change the map a bit. Uh, new character. Um, no, no, that was last week, wasn't it? That wasn't even this week. I think yeah, it was. Week no, too. I think we yeah. we've talked about the yeah. kind of ins and outs of the new season. We have yeah. not talked about kind of our PVE experience so far. Yeah, so they're doing... I don't Did you explain that last week? Uh, I didn't really understand it even last week, so we could probably yeah. do a better job now. So there's these random drops, uh, like treasure packs, I think they're called, or I don't know. Mm. They just drop out of loot bins exclusively that are random drops that you can pick up one a day. And as you get to certain number, I think the first one was five, uh, and they unlock a new story in this arc of story... They, they drop uh, on Tuesdays as you get new challenges for the week, etc. Um, when you that, say they like, drop a story, like a cutscene? Like or? it just unlocks. Uh, nope. So it's like a... It just it's like, like totally text, text story. Thing yeah. oh. Like it shows their pictures of the people who are talking and... Sometimes um, little like uh, like voice emotes as they start talking, like a huh. or yeah, a, Not, not yeah, fully voiced. But though. not actually fully voiced, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, and it's a, it's a, it's telling a story. I don't, I won't say it in case anybody wants to play it for whatever. It's kind of neat, but it just like yeah, there's there's definitely a story and like a mystery of like on the first even like the free version of the story, like the intro. Essentially, it kind of like hooks and teases a thing of like somebody was listening and is trying to foil this plan. Who could it be? And like you're trying to unclog these clues to get this artifact and. The first thing that we did, because it's five days and then it unlocked this past Tuesday, uh, was like a PvE thing where it's nighttime, like the Halloween mode that they had, uh, nighttime on King's Canyon map, Mm -hmm. where you kind of like there's these um, like dogs, like kind of like the dogs in Destiny a little bit that run around and you kind of got to shoot them and you only have a like a pistol and the Mozambique and you got to get to a point and then kind of hold the point for a bit and then also escape on the drop ship a la uh, Titanfall. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's... Can I, sorry. Can I interject here quickly and just say that you saying you the words dogs from destiny brought back forward nightmares. Oh, I knew somebody uh, was going to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Don't get yeah. Eads fired up, Andy. Yeah, that sorry, long. sorry. I, uh, continue, carry on. I just needed to say something. They kind of look like them, too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, like, so the fir- uh, I'm hoping it gets harder, because me and Warren played through the first one with two people, 
Uh, and you can have a squad of three. I don't know if it scales or anything, but we played through two people, and it was very easy. Uh, we never came close to dying. Um, but it what like it seemed like the way that they had kind of built it was really neat. Where it's like like Warren said, you start with a P twenty twenty and a Mozambique, and then just gradually kind of like oh here's like the second best weapon uh, for shotguns and light ammo, and oh here's the best weapon with the mods and. Uh, like, it seemed like they were smart about kind of, like, we're going to give you the better guns as you go further and not just have the random loot drops like it is in in the Battle Royale game. Yeah, like uh, a but, little sense yeah. of progression almost throughout the match. Right. Uh, but, yeah, it seemed uh, it seemed very easy, uh, that first one. But So I'm going to be disappointed if they're all about that hard. Uh, I would like it to be something that we maybe have to jump into a couple times before we beat it. But and yeah, I'm kind of the opposite. Like it's such a it's such a side thing for me that I I would rather just be able to get in there on a Tuesday, zip through it, and kind of be done with it until the next week. Is it like what do you get for doing it all though? Like the, I assume the story there is, is not rewards the thing at the end through. if you complete it. Like there's there's loot that is attached to it. That's like a there's a weapon charm and like a mystery item I guess that you get. That's yeah. probably going to be a gun skin or a skin for whoever it ends up being revealed to be or whoever. You feel yeah. like um, it's, it's so hard not to draw comparisons to Overwatch, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, which which very similarly kind of you know mirrored out this lore through. Um, and this is going to come up again when I talk about Amazon's game Crucible in a little bit. Meter out their lore through like banter between characters and things, and and then as they release new characters, they kind of built on it. Um, does it kind of feel like this... they're just sort of trying to do that? It was uh, very much the like the thing that made me like check the wiki about something that they said and then realize that they had a bunch of like lore written for all this stuff. Like all those characters have uh, not just their background, but they kind of all attach to something that I remember hearing about in, even when we were playing uh, Titanfall, like the Hammond robotics yeah. uh, and stuff like that. And there's like the good robotics company and the bad tech company. And, and everyone's kind of a part of one of those or something different. Simulacrums um, like Ash. What was, I think her name was Ash from uh, Titanfall. Yeah. Two and... Yeah. And that, that's a, a Reaper, I think. Yes. A simulacrum. Yeah. yeah. Or not Reaper, uh, Revenant, the, uh, <laughs> the, un- <laughs> the undead guy. Uh, Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, not to keep drawing comparisons, uh, but yeah, it was kind of a, like, oh, they have a whole bunch of stuff that they're drawing from that someone is writing the story for all this, and I never paid it any attention, really even in Titanfall, let alone in Apex, and this is kind of just giving me that little bit of, like, like, when they're, they say something like, oh, this lady knows about, uh, what's caustic being on trial for his illegal experiments and caustic's like oh it's, i'm innocent and i'm like i wonder what that's all about he seems like the type to be on trial for illegal experiments hmm. so it is kind of neat yeah. um it is and like you say it is very similar with the overwatch thing and for me personally very similar in that um, I, I don't, I don't really care, and it also doesn't really affect anything. It's just like it's there if you, if you do care and you want to learn about that stuff and you want to learn more about these characters. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really affect what the, what the core game is itself, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so like, yeah. how, how then, Warren, do you feel about this kind of story-driven? Like, you're going through all this rigmarole and doing these quests, and you're gonna get a weapon charm at the end of the day. Like, 
Does it hit? Does it? Does it feel a little flat? I'm just trying to get a sense of like how yeah. the story feels like part of the reward. It's yeah. tough. It's tough right now because I mean, obviously, I've only done the one thing. We're only one week in, so mm-hmm. we'll see how we get as we go farther. But I'm, I'm at least, I think I'm interested in it for now, mm-hmm. and for the most part. So, like, the the problem that I think it's going to run into for me personally is that you need to continue getting these treasure chests because they cost X amount, or the, the treasure drops, sorry, the packs that are in the Lupins. In order to play the next part of these PvE events that come out weekly, you need the right amount that you can only get one per day. So you have to, stick. Mm. it's kind of like an incentive to keep playing each day, which for me... I think what I'll fall into is similar to what's happened the last two seasons with this game is where I kind of get to the max level of battle pass and then significantly fall off on playing time. So if I am if I am not super into this thing, then I may never really play it all the way through and find out what that reveal is until it happens. And then it's, I guess, on the Internet. I could read it, but... Yeah. Yeah, on the like on the on the good end, it seems like I think the longest I've ever played that game without getting a treasure pack is like twenty five minutes. Um, it's true. Yeah, like they one, deal one, about one per week, right? Uh, no, you get one day. per day. Uh, oh. You need a certain, but you don't need one every day to keep pace with the story. Yeah, there are increments like, of five. Yeah, so you need to basically uh, 10, boot up the game and play for a few minutes, five out of seven games. I got gotcha. you. Uh, five out of seven days, if you want to kind of keep being ready when the story is doled out, be ready to take it. You can always go back and access that as you catch up with treasure chests, but um, yeah, the pace they seem to want you to kind of go at is play tight, or Apex five days a, a week at least. It's really um, interesting. To kind of keep pace. Have, like kind of... It's just so fascinating to me that they have they've like taken their story and made it almost in a way a part of their battle pass. Not really, because yeah. free players get that too, right? You don't have to buy the battle pass or anything to get the nope quest, or do you? It's all yeah, it's all free. I think that's yeah. yeah so it's not free, it's, it's so. not quite the same, but it's interesting. Yeah. Interesting the different kind of avenues all these very very similar games take to kind of differentiate themselves. I like yeah. to picture a world where the two guys or the three guys or or girls or however many they have hired um, who are in charge of like writing the lore book for uh, the Titanfall universe are just like pumping their fist right now being like, fuck, someone's going to read this shit or this stuff's going to matter to someone or... uh, in a way that honestly... It seems like they had a bunch of this stuff written for Titanfall and then they never made another Titanfall game and don't seem like they're going to. Uh, so now they just have this big, uh, like, lore book of different companies and factions and everything that they're, like, we got to find a way to incorporate this into something. Yeah. The the ties to Titanfall, actually, are what, like, hearing, it was when, oh, it's not Reaper, uh, Revenant? Revenant, yeah. It was when Revenant came out, um, and, and people started talking, like, oh, he's a simulacrum, like Ash from a Titanfall 2, and that was the faction I played in the multiplayer. Um, yeah. It kind of got me interested in it. Like, oh, shit, yeah, hang on. Had, what, like, the, what even is Ash? What even is a simulacrum? They yeah. had, like, the banners all around for him and robotics all around the map that they yeah. were being yeah, like, and yeah, like, and they renovated areas that had him and logos all over it and shit. That's neat. And it's stuff like, it's just little, like, voice lines. Like, you'll hear, like, stuff about how the uh, electrical girl, uh, what's her name? I can never remember her name. Something French. Uh, uh no. <laughs> um, That's no. Uh, it's, uh, what's the name of the Jeopardy robot? Is that robot? close, though? What's the name of the Jeopardy robot? Uh, uh, Watson. 
Um, is that her name? I'm just typing Space her Lady name's Watson. Apex. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's Watson. <laughs> we got there. Right? It is the Jeopardy what? robots. <laughs> um, yeah, we made it. Yep. Um, she says something like, oh, yeah, my father built this machine that did all this damage. And I'm immediately like, I got to know. I want to know more about this. And, and, and it's the same thing that happened. Yeah, it's the same thing that happens in like uh, Overwatch where like right before you actually start fighting, they're just throwing around voice lines where it's like, well, I haven't seen you since the battle at uh, King's Row. And I'm like, the fuck's the battle at King's Row? I'd like to know more about this. Hmm. Let me just back out of this ranked game so I can go read. Uh, this ties in beautifully. We'll just drop this here. Um, spe- speaking of how many people that work on Respawn, uh, uh, pardon me, on uh, Apex, their Respawn's opening a new studio in Vancouver just to work on Apex. Uh, so it sounds like it's doing pretty well. Yeah. it's uh, Can't always con, sad. baby. Hmm. I'm sad that Titanfall is once again probably getting mothballed, but Apex, for now, Apex is so for now, fucking good. Yeah, never say never. Never say never. Yeah, no, you let, no, you let Apex no. run its course, and then in a few Anyways, years, he, I think you need to do something. I I don't know what Titanfall three needs to be, but uh, it, like it cannot just be. Titanfall two is kind of more of Titanfall, but you know, kind of better better produced around the yeah. campaign yeah. and. Yeah. Uh, but like, I think if you're just like. You know, it's it's a fast shooter where you run on walls and can call down titans. I think is I think hits way less than <laughs> all I need. did at the time. <laughs> I love Titanfall, Titanfall yeah. two especially. The, even the campaign is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll throw this in here now because this fits beautifully. I've played uh, Apex's new. Some of you heard this before. Four v four. I guess four v four is kind of different. Four v four character based hero shooter uh, called Crucible or Crucible. As I can't, for some reason, I can't say crucible without putting the sh in the middle. Um, you do you? Yeah. It, so Sean it just Connor. came out. Let's let's find out when. I'm I'm gonna look this up right now. Actually, um, uh, I'm gonna just tell you right now. This was kind of my news story, so I'm gonna defer to you here, Matt Eads. All right, I'll uh, I'll take this one from here, Brandon. <laughs> thanks for setting the stage. Buddy. All right. Uh, came out yesterday. Okay, great. Came out yesterday. Um, it is a free to play game, but all the kind of business trappings you would expect are in. Um, it is a character, kind of kind of hero-based shooter. You pick a hero before you even queue. You pick a hero, which is kind of interesting. Pardon me. And then it matches you in. Um, I think there are... I'm not sure how many there are right now. Eight. Ten, I'm not sure how many there are. I've played um, four or five matches and used two different characters. Um, but it's four on four. The mo- There are a bunch of different modes. Uh, you, you choose the mode from the outset. It's not like Overwatch where you just say play, and then it kind of like, oh, you're playing this mode or this mode or whatever. Uh, you choose a mode. The mode I was playing was called Hive Heart, I think, or Hive, Hive Something. The objective of the game is uh, to shoot these AI control hives, these hives that spawn these, these enemy aliens. Um, so there's a little bit of PvE in there where you are fighting another team, but you are... Uh, fighting them kind of only in the context that you need to beat them to this objective. Uh, your heroes have a level. You start level one. I think you end at level six, maybe. As you level up, you are passively gaining uh, increases. So, like, uh, you know, level two, uh, my gun reloads faster. Level three, the first six shots out of my gun do more damage or whatever. Uh, to earn that experience to level up, you are doing these PvE objectives around the map. It's a little bit like Evolve, where you are, like, shooting these aliens, and they're dropping these EXP orbs. Uh, these kind of 
forget what they're called. Like they're like batteries or something drop, and you can get them, and, and you have to unlock them. They're chests, basically. You get the chest, and then take it to a place where it unlocks, and you get XP. And okay. you're leveling up to, again, it seems like it just passively makes your abilities better. Uh, everything about this game from top to bottom feels truly terrible. Truly terrible. I think this is, I'm very Uh-oh. confident, this is a capital B bad video game that kind of is rushed out to capitalize on a lot of this, you know, the Apex hype, the, the, the Warzone hype, the maybe Predator hunting grounds. I don't know how much hype there is for that, but it is very maybe much... Maybe everyone being indoors hype. Yeah, it, it is very much feels like a game that's like, oh, these are popular, we gotta get this out yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. Technically, it's a fucking mess. Technically, it runs like complete shit. Absolute garbage. I have a extremely powerful PC, uh, and even tried it on both. I have two different PCs. I have an AMD PC and an Intel PC, and sometimes that does weird shit. So I even tried it on both just to make sure. I really did my homework this week. Runs like fucking garbage across the board. Uh, the quality of the matches similarly is absolute trash. Whether that's the engine or like network lag, I have no idea. But uh, you are constantly hitching, teleporting all over the place. It feels terrible, really terrible. Uh, mm. Even when it's working, the gunplay feels truly terrible so it is the, the closest model that i can kind of relate it to the closest shooting model is fortnite where it is this kind of very big reticles uh kind of very large spray but in fortnite you know it is kind of this controlled shooting it, it's loose but you can control it right with, with with sort of a higher skill level um and in fortnite it kind of works because people are you know running or they're building <clears throat> in this game Everybody has movement abilities. Everybody can t- teleport or fly or sprint or has some kind of get the fuck out ability. And everybody has a massive, massive hit bowl. The time to kill is like, I don't know, 30 seconds maybe? Like if you and an enemy run into each other across the field, your health bars are so big and your movement abilities are so insane and damage applies in a way where... You can see the damage on your bar, but it ticks down slowly over time. So you can have, if I have, say, 100 health, I can have 100 damage on me, but I'm not going to die for 15 seconds because it has to tick down. Uh, and it just, it, it leads to like, these... sounds like a Lucio on Lucio fight where it's just like <laughs> everyone's healing at the same yeah. speed that they're attacking. And you're like, we could do this forever, but it's never going to end. And it's, but it's not just with, it's not just with like specific characters because they can heal. Right, it's with it's literally everyone. everyone. Uh, like nothing no. about it feels good. It feels so rushed out. Uh, they make you sit through a tutorial, which, you know, it makes sense. Um, the tutorial doesn't teach you fucking shit. There are, just like Overwatch, you have three abilities, uh, but no alt. You have your movement ability and then a, a, a Q and an E, or, or probably a right bumper, left bumper. Um, and and, and they, they make you go through this tutorial, which is like, it's, you know, they teach you, like, shoot the aliens, get the blue orbs, you level up. You're like, okay, great. And then they make you go through this incredibly long thing where you are sitting there for like, there's like a two minute section where you just sit in an empty room. I thought it bugged out. I thought it like a, a prompt didn't show up or something. But you just sit in this empty room and listen to these recordings as they dole out their story to you in a very kind of overwatch or, or, or like we were discussing an apex fashion where they like kind of give you the middle piece of it. This, this sort of just event that they refer to obliquely and you're supposed to, I think, yeah. be like, oh, that's really interesting. What does that mean? But when yeah. you're just forced like, to sit you're there... You're never going to have the whole story. You always have to go look. It's just meant to, like, pique your interest, so you go look for shit. Totally. But it's so unearned in this game. Like, Overwatch has had years to build that mm-hmm. kind of slow burn. Uh, it's totally unearned in Crucible, and it's long. They, you sit through this thing, and it's something about, like... Uh, it's, it's when you see aliens in this, this, this recording. We're like, oh, they killed everyone! We're calling Crucible Station! These things killed everyone! 
Uh, mm-hmm. And then my character is like, what the hell was that? And this AI voice is like, that was a recording. The justification is, you weren't supposed to hear that. You've been subpoenaed as a witness now. Like, okay, what, what? <laughs> the fuck? And then that's it. And then you're in the game. And, like, they talk to each other very obliquely, like they kind of do an Overwatch. But, again, the things they're saying just completely unearned in a way that it very much feels like it's trying to ride the coattails of these more popular games. Uh, and it very, very much feels like it is not ready for public play. It runs so, so, so terribly. Uh, but you can get in there and spend money if you want. You, you sure can buy skins. That best value thing is right on the front fucking page when you launch it up. So if you want to get in there and buy some currency, you absolutely can. Yeah, because it's pretty much all cosmetic payments I and battle think pass so, payments, yes. right? It seemed, it seemed to be... Yes, cosmetics and battle pass. The battle pass seemed to be cosmetics as well. I, I uh, snooped around a bit and right. abilities and things you're not unlocking. Um, right. And you, you Which have, like, I'm always limited... fine with in a free-to-pay. Uh, or free-to-play. Yeah, but it, it seems like you do have all the game-affecting content, which is, which is good. Um, mm. But playing the game is not... It, I think it it's, is it's bad. It's not fun. I think it is so bad. The Steam reviews kind of reflect that. Um... There is this notion that, like, so it's an early access on Steam. Fuck off, Amazon. You are literally the richest company, the the, the world's first trillionaire. Like, the, yeah. this early access, you know, we're charged, you can spend $99 for best value in currency, but it's an early access Well, we, you know, get the things like the gameplay phase. Fuck off. Every game in Steam is on early access. That's just a thing you put on your game now to, mm. like, give yourself an out. Oh, it, it, I misspeak. It is not tagged as early access. All right, interesting. Interesting. Oh. They they do not even have that leg to uh, stand on, but that is that is still kind of the primary defense of people being like, well, it's free to play, and it's you know it's early acts. It just came out, and uh, it'll probably get no, better. Sure. But I don't I don't know. I think it sucks. I think it is bad. I think it is not truly not worth your time. But it is free, so uh, you know you can go check it out if you want. Oh, the 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 last thing I'll kind of say on it is uh, the PVE stuff. Uh, Every single so in, in in evolve there were like different enemy types, uh, very very different different uh, aliens you were fighting. Where I remember there's one that like make a made a big like dome of energy you had to run away from, and they kind of they were like little mini bosses. That's evolve, almost. yeah. Is that not evolve? Evolve, like the horse. Yeah, well, there's like a the, horse alien. I remember the plant. The plant would eat you in evolve. Yeah, there were plants. There were uh, like big monsters you had to fight as a team that would they would gobble you up. Remember one would like eat you and you had to shoot it to get the guy out. He was stuck inside unless his teammates helped. Him. I thought that was the plant, and this yeah, sounds like Gears that, of yeah. War, but I'm Gears getting war, yeah. very mixed up maybe with my video games. I don't yeah, remember like so a lot right. of PVE elements in Evolve. There were definitely because you, you the idea was you killed them so the monster couldn't eat them. Yeah, there were because the monsters. And I remember yeah, those like dinosaurs with the crests on their head. I'm pretty sure yeah, we gave off little, little like no. flashbang spheres, little electrical spheres, or something. Anyways, yeah, maybe you're right. I'm not confident enough in my. Uh... Every single PVE encounter in this game is hold backwards on the keyboard, just run backwards, and just shoot nonstop. You have unlimited ammo, like Overwatch. Uh, yep. And so every time you run into an enemy, all they do is walk towards you slightly slower than you can move. Sometimes they fly. Sometimes you have to aim up. But you just walk backwards and you just hold down fire. Like nothing in this game feels thought out or fun or interesting to engage with. Uh, I I do not care for it at all. It's very MOBA esque. You're capturing these resource points around the the map to give you more XP and stuff. It's I think it sucks. I think it's a game with no identity. 
Yeah, it feels like a even worse version of some of the stadium mishaps where it was just like, what? this isn't your thing, and this all seems half-baked. And I understand that you think that there's a market that is growing for online gaming uh, that really rich companies want to get into, but I think it's more than just like, we just put out a game. Yeah, Look at it, we're done. They bill it as their first big-budget game, which like... I, I, I just don't understand how this game even came out, you know? I guess, like, you, you, gotta, you gotta put it out and make money at some point, but for yeah. your first showing from, from this Amazon Game Studio, new engine that you've been working, this Lumberyard engine and all this you've been working on, uh, big, big oof. Developed by uh, Relentless Studio here. Seattle-based development team. It's no Welcome. I don't like it. Uh, that's, that's a shame. That's Crucible. Well, what the uh, sort of hijacked your thing? What uh, tell me about Jedi Fallen Order? How's how's not New Game Plus? What's it called? New no New Journey Plus. New Journey Plus. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, speaking of games that are broken. Ah. Um, oh, I'm surprised that that game still runs as poorly as it does. It's yeah. kind of disappointing, especially considering. I'm, I was afraid to bring this up because one of us in this podcast has not played it yet, but hmm. it uh, it still has its like crazy hitches, and if there's a lot of enemies, it fucking just goes down frame rate through the shitter, and that sucks. Yeah. That super sucks. Super disappointing. Um, but that said, I mean, it is kind of cool to have the the skins and everything else unlocked at the start like it but also weird as i told rando like so one of the one of the main skins uh or, well the only actual skin that you get uh is an inquisitor skin and so i immediately put that on because it's just something different i've never yeah. seen it before it's whatever like, uh, and he's got the inquisitor on is that like, this is like black stormtrooper armor kind of like uh armor, right? not really it's it's like the... it just looks like the rest of the inquisitors that are in the game yeah like the uh what's his name cal lightsaber yeah, that's the one. Uh, like the girl was an inquisitor, right? That you fight. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So that first, uh, this is not a spoiler, but that first moment when Cal busts out his lightsaber on that first planet that you're on, and then you escape from, uh, when she's like, "People are gonna start dying if the Jedi doesn't reveal himself." And then he pulls out his lightsaber to stop her from killing the first person. And it's a red lightsaber. And I was like, well, that's <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and she even can... is like, the dialogue is like, what's this? A lightsaber. And I'm like, it's fucking red. Like, wouldn't you be yeah, like, oh, you're on my Sith. team. Maybe, you know, maybe cool. anyone can have a red lightsaber. Okay, settle down there, Qui-Gon. Right. It, uh, it's, it's all right. It's, I don't know. It's, it's still a... Uh, a good game. I enjoyed it, but yes, there Stop it is. It. <laughs> can't. I can't. I like Saw Gerrera uh, in that in that game. I like that you see Saw Gerrera for like a little bit on the window. Hanging out. On what the top, fuck is it? The, that ATST uh, or whatever? AT, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking choo, grapple hooks away. Yeah. Later. Yeah, well, I just love that he like pokes in there and he like kind of sits there for a second. He goes, who are you? Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? You're on my fucking window, you jackass. Yeah. It felt like such a dumb, like, we want to tie this in. We want to kind of ground where you are in the universe. But also, I was fucking eating it up when he showed up. I was oh, like, so oh, 100%. oh, 
Um, other than that, I have no other real takes on that game. It's still like, I don't know. It's still cool to get a lightsaber and yeah. fuck around for a bit. I, I'm really I struggling with, uh, and I know I'm, I'm the one who has not played that game yet. Um, here comes the real I, hot take. Anytime I hear anything having to do with even like even a slight amount of performance issues with a game, it instantly turns me off of wanting to play it. Like even when Brando was talking about that second Ori and I was like, Oh man, like it's hitching when you're like moving around. That's frustrating. But the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the reason I played it is because I played the first story. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna dive into it. But I hear you guys talk about this and I'm like, fuck, like all I want to do is I want to play a star Wars game that everybody just says it's fucking awesome on fire like i just want that game i don't want to well, hear the, the problem, conversation though. oh there's these small performance issues about because you're saying that oh it's cool to uh to hold a lightsaber i don't understand why that needs to be where i set the bar with these star wars games why is me setting the bar at oh it's neat that i actually get to play as a jedi that's fun why in this day and age of video games is that what I, is is that the thing i need to settle for why are we not I getting will... a fucking star wars game that is on fire, like that's what I want. I don't want to hear to about go... all these on, on fire. That's in a the good thing. Way. Everyone Not on fire, yeah. like Crucible, is on fire. <laughs> right. Everyone wants a different thing out of their Star Wars game, though, right? That's why it's never going to happen that everyone's well, going to unanimously agree. Well, of any video game, I guess. Be like, just well, no, but I just had the greatest Star Wars game. games in so long, right? EA sat on the license and then made like four or yeah. five games that all got canceled. We haven't. The and reason that's... it's kind of the the standard was like you have to be a Jedi is because it's been since like what Force Unleashed since we've mm-hmm. kind of had a game where you play as a lightsaber wielding Force user. And that's is- a, a part of the biggest problem is is the two letters EA, right? That's been the biggest problem as to why we have to settle for this. It's because, well, it's the best we can get because they have the license. Yes. One of the... Uh, so for starters, I would like to say uh, what you're wanting out of Star Wars video games, Andy, I've kind of been wanting out of video games for the last two years, and it feels like very few video games don't have some sort of like... Well, it runs like shit in this one exact way yeah like i'm looking at some of my favorite games of last year and all of them like control i love control i would always tell people like oh you should play control Control's a fucking really cool video game but i would also always say also doesn't run very well Mm -hmm. and i like i said the same thing to you about ori that kind of doesn't run very well especially when you're kind of pausing and using the map and stuff uh but a lot of these games and I think Ori's one of them, I think Control's one of them, and I think Jedi is one of them where it's like, you. it sucks that it's like that, but like when I get, like now that I'm through Jedi, I'm like, fuck, that was one of my favorite five games of last year. Yeah, exactly. It's, also... it's annoying at the time, it sucks, and I totally think video games should be held accountable to the point that not so many of them come out running like shit, but for the last two years, I've been playing a lot of good games that run like shit, and I still look back at them and be like, oh, those are really cool games. Uh, Andy, as someone who is very much bothered by performance, I think much like you are, uh, you know, that kind of, it's it's a really shitty cough of like, you know, get get a get a PC, kind of. We're right here at the end of consoles, where the games kind of always run. Well, usually, actually, games run pretty well at the end of a console lifecycle. But now that consoles are basically just PCs, and especially with the half-step, with the PS4 Pros and the Xbox Series... No, Xbox One Xs. Um, 
there's like even less even less attention is paid to the base level how do these run on the base level consoles because you know that they're going to have a version for the new consoles next year if not at launch i would be shocked if they did not have xbox one x version and ps5 versions of jedi at launch same with control mm-hmm. it very much felt like a game that was made for next gen and hey we, we kind of got it to work okay on these consoles yeah, me and Warner are also playing all this stuff on uh, base level Xboxes, which I'm sure plays a uh, a part of it. Um, yeah, but I, I very much that, think like, that there are, the spec should be the base issues. level, not like well, it runs at five frames a second on the base, but it runs at thirty on the on the One X. Like fuck that. That is yeah. at that point, it should be its own console. At that point, it should be its own separate thing, not like. Everybody who didn't sure. pay the upgrade cost but get fucked. We know enough about video game companies that sometimes they're like, well, we can make this run right on the best hardware. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a lot of video game companies. That's what we get. So if that's the baseline, it's like, well, make sure that it can, that it runs right on the best hardware. That, it feels like, then means maybe it doesn't run so right on the, on the other ones. Yeah. It's frig. Because they just but... push it. They just push, like, they... They just push it and push it and push it, uh, and instead of getting rid of some some of the shine, uh, they sacrifice performance, yeah. uh, and they do that a lot. They did that. Like, control is probably the number one offender for fuck. This game looks incredible as long as I'm not moving. Yeah, even on PC, control runs like like balls. Control is I don't know if it's right. poorly optimized or what, but it runs. Th- and you still look back on control like one of the favorite games, one of the best games oh, of the so game. Good. Yeah, of that year. Yeah, very good. Uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know. Jed, I I Jedi's okay. And and just for comparison's sake, going back to Andy not wanting to play this game, um, I, it, it, based on the four hours or three hours, whatever I put in over the weekend of of playing this whatever New Journey Plus, uh, it 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 still runs better than than Control did for me. Yeah, Control is like I think one of the all time worst offenders. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I, I would bet you hard money, Andy. There will be a, a new version for you. New console. Also, I think Jedi's dope. I think it's worth playing with the performance issues. Oh, yeah. This story like, is it probably, incredible. It probably it's looks so much worse for Star Warren, Wars too, because story. he's been through it. You should almost... There, there, there's like a kind of a risk of getting spoiled on it in a way that... Uh, like they say, it's a very good, very good Star Wars story. All right. Well, I do like a good Star Wars story, and yeah, no, yeah, that's. Uh, if it's gonna, yeah, well, maybe I'll dive in. Is it any better on PC? Like, is that even on PC? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it ran okay for me on PC, but I uh, uh, shoot me, shoot me text after this. All right. I'm gonna have a code kicking around. All right. Uh, anybody else got any game? Oh, I play a little more Red Dead uh, roleplay stuff. And that thing is fucking wild. Holy smokes. I spent a bunch more hours in the, uh, the role-playing, the 5M mods. Uh, it's called Red M for Red Dead. Um, I'm not really going to recount too much of it here again, I don't think. The, the VODs are up on our YouTube, uh, Talking Reckless, or you can find them on the Twitch. It is, it is wild shit where, like... It is. I cannot believe how into role-playing some of these people are. It feels weird meeting people who are, like, prepared to go 100% and, like, really, uh, uh, what's the way to put it? Like, like, I'm not, I'm not in Red Dead RP to make myself have a good time. I'm, I'm kind of there to, like, 
support other people's good time and wait. I'm just a background character. You know what I'm saying? And if I play a really convincing background character, fuck, do I find that satisfying? Uh, and everybody has that mentality in a way that it is, it is amazing, and and like it, hard to describe. It's also like. As somebody who's not super into role playing myself, not that I've really tried it ever seriously, but uh, it's 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 a great thing to tune in to your stream and watch as well because uh, a I mean you're super committed to it and you do a very good job of it with the voice and everything. But like I just like I happen to pop in and you're talking to a guy who's talking about like fucking time travel and I met a time traveler (laughs) and then everyone's like oh this dude rode into the side of a barn and like okay cool like it's just it's it's fucking yeah it's so great we were that is the one story I brought this week was met a man who uh I don't even remember what we were talking we just I'm the bartender in Valentine as long as there's nobody else there if there is I kind of hop around but you know part of being the bartenders people kind of roll in tell you their seal I get you something to drink or smoke and you know they tell you their story I don't remember how we got there. This one guy was like, oh, I got a cabin up by uh, Strawberry. Why don't, you come, why don't you come see this cabin? It's pretty cool. I'm like, uh, sure. You know, I'm tired of just doing nothing at the bar. Let's go check it out. Uh, so we rode all around. He kept looking at his map, and he, we rode to a cabin. He's like, ah, oh, shit, this isn't it. Uh, maybe it's this one. And so we rode to another one, and it's just this wide open spot in a field. And he's like, I'm sure this fucking house is around here somewhere. And so immediately, I'm like, oh, this guy's luring me into the middle of nowhere to murder me. Uh... But we eventually did, so we eventually did find his cabin after like 45 minutes of just roaming around, uh, and then as we're getting up to it, his horse trips on the fence, and he goes headfirst into the side of the cabin and dies. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like, oh, like yes. character dies in game, uh, you know, for, for the role-playing aspect of it, he's knocked unconscious, but that means I have to drag him back to a doctor, so I have to go back to Valentine, where we just came from, and <laughs> fucking drop this dude off. <laughs> Uh, and then met him the next day. So the, the next day after, he found me again, which uh, like made that world feel real in a way that I'm like, oh fuck, these people like live here. Uh, yeah. And we got back to back out to his cabin. And so it is it is the cabin from the single player. Uh, it's just to the west of Strawberry. There's like a crazy like drawing that shows like New York City and alien like scenes from GTA and and like other Rockstar games mm-hmm. and uh, like shows shit from a- the future. A side quest. It was a question mark mission. Yeah, like the pyramids and stuff. But there's a there's a man coming out of the middle. Like there's a man in the center of it who has a little like mustache uh, and is the spitting fucking image of my in game character of Jeremiah Rent. The like dead <laughs> ringer for it. So this guy brings me to this cabin and is like, I think this prophecy. There's a prophecy. I think it might be about <laughs> you, about you about us. And I'm like looking at this thing. I'm like, oh fuck. I think I think you're right. <laughs> And like, so this dude tells me how he's a, he's a time traveler from a far off land who got into a horse accident and had like some, some physical implant he had got physically moved into another person in this graphic horse accident. Like all this shit, a whole like two hour story about how he uh, adulterated some man's wife. And, uh, it was crazy. Uh, and that's kind of where we left it. You know, we just went back to the bar and, and well, he needs me to, he asked me to help him kidnap this kid. He's like, I got to kidnap this kid and I'm going to cut his head open and I'm going to get the implant out. And I'm like, you know, there's, there's kind of a crossroads where you're like, well, sit at the bar is pretty boring. Yeah. You know what? I think I'm in. I think, I think I'm by, I think I might be the chosen one of this prophecy. Let's fucking do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where we left things. So if you want to tune in for some Red Dead roleplay, I have joined a murder cult. Uh, the Starfather <laughs> sends, his, sends his blessings uh, upon me and my good friend uh, yes, Emmett, Emmett McDuff or whatever. 
It's wild. It's fucking wild. And then on the other side of that coin, I just sat in the bar with this, uh, I don't know if he was actually Irish, but it sounded Irish, with this Irish man just talking about the old country and, like, the weather for, like, 45 minutes in a way that was, like, just two people chit-chatting, you know, over the drink. Uh, it's crazy. It is fucking crazy. I really, really like it. Come and join us for that. Some of that on the channel. Uh, let's take a quick That's break cool. here, boys, if anybody has uh, um, nobody's anything else. I have a very quick one. Uh, I uh, I finished up to the end of uh, uh, the Mako One reactor in uh, Final Fantasy VII. Oh shit! Like right at yeah. the is that the very kind of opening part? Like they kind of through the yeah through the first boss fight yeah. there. Did you ever play the demo? Um, I think that part was the demo. No, you fight the no, scorpion no, no, tank or whatever it is. Yeah, the scorpion tank was the last thing I did, and then I watched yeah. a quick cutscene after. But uh, yeah, so only like. It might have only been an hour, maybe, yeah. maybe a little more. I'm yeah, not sure. Um, yeah, it seemed it obviously looks beautiful. Uh, I am already confident that I don't enjoy the combat, even in that first boss fight, where yeah. I was like, "This is," I'm like, "There's something broken in my brain about the using square to attack, <laughs> but then using X to like do better attacks." Ability also ha- and... yeah, but also having your items and stuff on X. Uh, There's and also a menu you can open up. And... Yeah, and then triangles like a modify, like a stance modifier and, for cloud. Everybody, and... everybody's stance modifier is different. Every character you play has a different yeah. stance modifier. Yeah, so a lot of that stuff, I'm like, wow, this seems like uh, this is going to be a game that probably gets turned down to easy and. So I can just enjoy the story, like you said. But uh, I did I'm waiting a, to run uh, into the wall. I, I did. It took me pretty long, actually, to hit the wall. There was there was kind of a like you. I initially did not get it. Did not. Fi- I hated yeah. it. And I kind of started to get the hang of it. Norm, I'm like, okay, I sort of see this. It's, it's not great, but I sort of see it. Uh, and then I did was a die boss on fight, the first like, boss. So did I. Yeah, I totally yeah. did. The first time I did in the demo, I died like five times, and then I just it just sort of clicked in a way. I'm like, oh, okay. I mm, all right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know yeah, if it ever clicked for me or if I just took more potions, but it is unoffensive um, on easy. And also, I ended the yeah. game with over, like, 500 potions, because I just had a million of them all the time. Oh, yes. I'm very excited I, uh, for you to get through that game, though. Sorry, Andy. No, it's okay. It's kind of, uh, I'm taken away from just the Final Fantasy talk, if I say this statement, but that's now, that's two video games now that apparently I need to play that are only good for playing just for the story, and that really makes me sad, because I really want to play that Final Fantasy, but if the combat's not good... I don't think I have any interest in touching it. Yeah, yeah but Eads has been saying that for weeks now. I know, in and fairness. I've had that. Yeah. <laughs> I've had I've had that opinion for weeks, but now, especially since you're hopping on board, because you know, just sometimes Eads just doesn't like stuff just for the sake of not liking it. It seems like. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was now that you're I, as as your joke. I was going to even bring up that my uh, <laughs> I'm not contrarian. I don't have a need to be contrary, but my opinions do often run counter to culture. Yeah, I maintain Doom Eternal is shitty. I don't know what we're even talking about here. I mean, do you, I don't know that. Like, I feel like it's not that. Like, if uh, if a lot of people think a game is shitty, you still think that game is shitty. I don't think it's like Sometimes. contrary to popular demand. Sometimes I think you have a more negative skew in general on video games or yeah. a higher re- standard. I really like Oscar's Wrath. Well, because you know, known bad video <laughs> game. <laughs> No, I don't know. I definitely do have a higher standard. There's nothing wrong with liking one of the greatest I definitely do have a higher standard, but that comes from playing every video game. Yeah, and... Yeah, but I mean, like... 
I joke, but ahead, I do. I, yeah, I was going to say, like, I joke, but I do respect your opinion. But to hear two people now say about Final Fantasy that the combat is shaky, like, that that's kind of the thing I wanted out of that game. Like, I don't, yeah, the, I don't really just want to play it for a story. Like, I need someone who likes Dragon Ball. I, you might really like Final Fantasy VII. I should lend you my PS4. What I, if I got nothing going on the PS4, which I think I might not, oh, I guess Ghosts, after Ghosts and Last of Us, oh, like, I'll lend you my PS4 is, for a bit, Andy, and you can, you can crush all these Final Fantasy. At least give it a try. Stuff. Yeah. Nah. You like, uh, like Last of Us, though. You said you really liked, right? I did. Last of Us was good. Yeah, like, I think, like, there are games that sometimes the story is the pull, and the gameplay is like, this is not awful, but it's not, like, this is not a fun, tight shooter. Yeah, I don't think it's but awful it, in Final Fantasy VII, to be clear. No, me neither. Like, I'm just saying it's not, like... It's frustrating. Like, as, someone, as two people who have played Sekiro, yeah. which is kind of, like, a gold standard for combat, this is not Sekiro. This is, like, a... This is okay. This is, I think no, this is better than Kingdom Hearts. I'll tell you that much. Uh, it's close. There are no iframes in... If you are like in a spellcasting animation, some of them are fucking long in Final Fantasy VII. You could always take damage. You could die in the middle of that fucking spell. Yeah. And for honestly, for some people, if you didn't have me and Eads, like saying that stuff, you might wa like play that game and be like, this is totally... This is how a video game should be. You should be able to get knocked out of these spells. Like... There, people that want different things. Some people think the Kingdom Hearts combat is great. <laughs> Seriously, that's the, a real thing. Oh wait. Okay. <laughs> Can't hit okay. Man with Mr. Meeseeks. <laughs> and uh, that's that not Mr. Meeseeks, Andy. That's Mr. P. That's Mr. PBH. Oh right, you're right too. He's teaching. Yeah, he teaches African woman studies. I forget the university he works at. I'm certain that those are the same voice, though, for both those characters. They're all, uh, okay. what's oh, his let's face? Let's not spend, no, no. Uh, We're not going to go there. It's better, yeah, it's better so. than Clone Wars. Let's just, let's just get anyways, it out there. Uh, anyways, um, with Final Fantasy, uh, yeah, I think that just, like, I really like RPG games. So when I hear that the combat in an RPG game is not good, then that's kind of what deters me from that. So that's kind of the problem I have with it. Just if you guys are saying that's good, that's kind of thing I'd go there for. That's what yeah, I, like. I, I I totally like, think I Final like Fantasy Seven is worth it in spite of of the of the combat. Yeah, well, and that's the tough thing when you're trying to recommend something to someone is like even with uh, Jedi Fallen Order, like this seems like like this, Jedi Fallen Order was a good game. Final Fantasy seems like a very good game. Uh, all most video games have something about them where it's like, well, this could be a little bit better. Yeah. And you don't want to, like, don't hang your entire decision on the worst part of a game. Hang it on the sum of the game. Well, here, here, here. here. Well, the said. sum, well, the, the, the <laughs> sum total of all the parts. Yes. I mean, Final, not sum of. <laughs> I am super stoked for you to uh, get through Final Fantasy VII at some point, and then maybe maybe you, me, Kev, can come together and have a little spoiler cast or something, because some fucking shit goes down throughout that game. Oh, yes. Anime. Some anime, some, some Kaokai times 20 type shit. Can <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we go for a, uh, a quick break here, boys? I mean, nobody has anything else? Nope. Let's do it. Let's go for a quick break and uh, grab, grab drinks, whatever we need to do, use the restroom. We'll see you here on the other side of this. Musical break.
come back here and do some news. Uh, yes. short, short news week, short news week this week, and we kind of cannibalized some of it for, uh, the first section of the show. Uh, boy, oh boy, what do I got here in my, my tickle trunk this week? Uh, Ooh. Doom Eternal mm-hmm. has, uh... A bad video game. A bad, known bad video game. Doom Eternal adds uh. known bad anti-cheat software, Denuvo. Uh, a patch Actually mo- known bad. Yeah, a- actually known bad. Very <laughs> well-known bad. Um, patch came out early, early last week. They patched it in, saying they're going to crack down on multiplayer cheating. I don't know who's playing the Doom Eternal multiplayer, but apparently enough people that cheating is a problem. And uh, so they patched it in. Everybody went, oh, and they patched it back up. Uh, so it's gone. Uh, exact same thing happened with Rage 2, also out of id Software, where they put it out, patched in Denuvo, and then a few days later, after everybody lost their shit, patched it back out. Uh is brutal because it it is this I mean, I'm I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a technomancer, I'm not a computer wizard. Uh mm. but it uses a lot of system resources and games like specifically Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh Denuvo uses as much CPU power more in some cases than the game itself uses, which makes it run like fucking balls. Because this anti cheat yep. software in this not multiplayer game, this thing that you... It has microtransactions, which is the reason it's in there, because they don't want you to cheat their system. Uh, so they sacrifice their performance to preserve their fucking microtransactions. Somebody is writing notes live here. As you do. <laughs> Continue. Uh, yeah, it's... it's uh, it was a bunch of shit. It was a bunch of shit. And every game it's in, inevitably gets patched out. Or maybe it doesn't like Assassin's Creed and it just runs bad forever. Uh, but that's that. Which Assassin's Creed was this? Uh, I know for sure. I, th- I believe it's in Origins. I don't remember having quite the problem I had with Origins. Uh, I was going to say, I don't remember technical problems being an issue with Origins. So Denuvo is only I'll on say PC. They weren't, but... Denuvo only exists on PC. Oh, no, yes. No yes, Denuvo right. on console. And I knew that and uh, I'm an idiot. Stupid. Yes. Uh, that Tony Hawk 1 and 2 remaster, this is not even really a news story, but did you guys know, I know this came out, I think, when the remaster came out, do you think they're going to have aged skaters, they're like scanning Tony Hawk today, this is the old Tony Hawk, which is so fucking dope. That's great. (laughs) Someone Uh, over there seems to be making all the right calls in regards to this game. Yeah, I hope so. I'm super stoked to see old fogies on their skateboards. Uh, what else do I got here? These are really just headlines. There's a serious Sam 4 in the world, apparently. Uh, Stadia and Steam exclusive. Consoles coming next year. The world need a serious Sam 4? I'm gonna give a quick Google no. of a serious Sam 4. It's my, my take is no. I take no. Uh, I not... have this theory that almost no video game needs a Game Pass 3. Um, let me tell you about Metal Gear 4. is pretty good. Metal 4 not saying... Good. Resident Evil 4. There haven't been some. Resident Evil, I think, needed. I mean, I think Resident Evil was pretty well received when it came out back in the day. Yeah. Oh, well, there's some good ones. There's bound, there bound to be some good ones. You're not wrong. A lot more bad ones. A lot more that maybe should have been axed. Uh, no, really no information on this Series Sam 4. I, it's, it's just such a weird announcement. Like, oh shit, who... Do they they must think it can make money. They must think it's going to be profitable. Who is like holding their breath for a serious Sam four? I don't know. Sounds uh, like an Andy game. Sounds like an Andy game. Got bomb. He looks people. like a bro. Serious Sam? Yeah, he's he's definitely a bro. He's definitely a bro. 
Uh, it's got people who have no head, uh, no no heads, but hands for bombs, and they run at you, and they go, Bwah! and then they explode. And it's very upsetting <laughs> when that happens. That sounds that like up Andy's alley. That sounds like those assholes in Halo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kind of. Yeah. What if instead of grenades in their hands, they had their grenades. hands were grenades? I mean, either way. Very they, scary. That sucks. I am not a fan of either of those things. Andy, are you trying to tell me I don't know Flip yet? Nope. Amazon's first real video. Oh, no, we already did this story. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> 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 Fucking just dives right in there, too. Oh, all about the no sounds. No, oh, yeah, good. no, nailed it. <laughs> Uh, no, and then I got, I got this last story here, Warren. What's, uh, what's going on Call of Duty? What's going on Call of Duty here? Let me tell you about a game called Call of Duty. Um, they have their Warzone, which is their Battle Royale that, uh, admittedly, I have not played in a very long time. Yeah, uh, but they've had these, these bunkers on the map for a long time that just haven't been able to been open, and people have been speculating what they might be. Um, they've been teasing, kind of giving these slight little clues that they're going to start opening, whatever. Uh, I guess they have now opened, and inside uh, there were a bunch of clues that make people think that this year's Call of Duty is going to be some sort of a reimagining of the first Black Ops game. Um, yes! The name Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is one that's been floating around for what it might be. I am immediately super I love Black Ops. The first Black Ops campaign, I think, is, is maybe one of the best Call of Duty campaigns. Tell me about the numbers, mm-hmm. Mason. It's so fucking dope. Uh, yep. And the thought that, like, I, I also really love the reimagining of Modern Warfare they did in that campaign. The thought of giving that treatment to Black Ops, I'm super fucking excited for. Yeah, it took the words right out of my, my mouth. The idea of them doing exactly what they did to Modern Warfare to Black Ops is, like... I'm fucking so in. Take my money, even if I never play the multiplayer. Annie, did you play Black Ops? Uh, the only one I dabbled in was the third one. I never uh, oh, I yeah. played that, that one didn't even have a campaign, I don't think, did it? I can't remember. I never played the Call of Duty campaigns. Four didn't. Oh, four I think didn't, three had yeah. a campaign, yeah. They made a Black Ops 4? <laughs> Speaking of games, yeah. that was the four. first <laughs> Battle Royale Call of Duty. Yeah, that was think- last year's, wasn't it? I thought three was, was three was the one where, it, where there was like a home base, wasn't there? Like a hub that you'd go like hang out in in between missions. It was I, yeah, weird. I, did, I didn't didn't have three. Three was the I one that was super through. like jetpacky, multiplayer, triple jumps, wall running, dabbing while backflipping and getting a headshot on a sniper with no scope. Oh, bullshit! Headshot, uh, three sixty dab no scope. Yes, hell yes. Uh, the hell yes. kind of the I don't even really want to get into it. The the oh man, the the twist at the end of Black Ops is like is so. Definitely wild. don't get into it. No, I'm not going to. I've told Brando this uh, that I think I've only played that one once, and okay. I have not really gone back to it. So yeah, everybody that's at home, one that I definitely plan on getting back to. Go play Black Ops. Tell me about the numbers. Is really good. The the conceit of like because the first half of that game is is like uh, flashbacks or whatever. The conceit of, like, tell me about the numbers, Mason. Like, well, here's a story not at all about the numbers. <laughs> he has, like, ten of those. I love Plus, Black Ops so fucking, much. <laughs> the menu thing was so fucking dope when they did that. Yeah. Menu. yeah. You could What's break out of the thing? chair and walk around the fucking menu screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so the campaign kicks off, like, out of the menu, right? Because the menu's at the 
at the at the chair at the number station, I think, or not at mm. the number at the interrogation station. Yeah. And then you'd like go right into it, and it'd be like, Mason, tell me about the numbers. And I'm like, Oh, what is fucking happening here? Yeah, that uh, got Reznov. Gary Oldman is. I have uh, very fond memories of again, not the campaign. I don't remember anything with the campaign, but Black Ops Two, I think, is one of my favorite. Like multiplayer and also zombies ever oh, yeah. too. I really like the zombies on Black Ops. Always had the better zombies. I remember two also. I remember there being like choice in the campaign for two, where you like chose yeah. if a dude lived or died or something that that kind of mm. really did have a, a pretty big impact. And it had Skrillex. Skrilly, that's just oh right. boy. Never been I'm a bad guy with Skrillex. I'm gonna okay. Black Ops is dope. I like Black Ops. The dolphin dive um, in two, I believe. I talked to that dude who plays. That's uh, right. I forget what his name is? That old veteran guy you roll with. Woods. At, uh, yeah, Woods at uh, E3 one year. He oh, gave hmm. me his number. I, I we did. I don't remember. We did an interview for a video or something, and then he gave me his number and was like, "Hey, why don't you uh, like call me after whatever shit was going on? Maybe we'll the the idea being like I'll pop by the hotel and and like maybe we'll do a podcast or something." Uh, and I remember phoning him and him answering be like, hey, hello. And I'm like, hey, this is, you know, Matt, what are we talking? And like, I'm halfway through saying who it is. He's like, ah, sh- I got the, the cops are here. I got I to gotta go. And then just hung up. And that was the last <laughs> I ever heard of. I don't know what the right. fuck was happening, but I'm like, yeah. okay. Great. Never got him on a pod for a podcast. That was nope. a great. Uh, Good man. Great. Didn't uh, even hear who I was. Uh, material, whatever yeah. he was bringing from that cop. Oh, deal. I want to hear about the crimes. Forget the video games. Tell me, tell me why mm. the cops were showing up. That's all the news we got this week. Like I say, short news week. I will quickly say that the uh, Overwatch is doing their uh, big archives anniversary event, oh, whatever yeah. it is, uh, where you can go and buy any skin uh, that's uh, ever been in the game. So mm-hmm. if you're a, a person like me who has been saving for some such uh, some such occasion with my in-game currency, now is now is the time. I bought it. It's one thousand. One thousand for the old stuff and three thousand for all the stuff that's come out in the last year worth of content. I think so. The last Christmas, the last Chinese New Year, the last Halloween, uh, all that stuff's three. Yeah. I went and was super excited to buy a whole bunch of great skins that I've wanted over the years, and then end up just ended up just spending all my coins on the really expensive ones that they released mm-hmm. specifically for this event. Yes. How many coins did you drop, Andy? Uh, six thousand, and Holy then shit. I still have I I have twenty five hundred left to go. So I'm hoping Dang. to get enough coins to, uh, rather buy another three thousand dollar one or three one thousand dollar ones. I just spent a thousand. I was like him and on over my thousand coin decision. Like, oh, it's a big financial. It's a big coin decision here. <laughs> you you gotta pull the trigger. Like if you're if you wanted to get some good skins, now's the oh, time to I, grab I got, them. Got the Banshee Moira. I play a lot of Moira. I got the Banshee Moira skin. We'll always do it where we'll have a Christmas and I'm like, oh, that's a really great skin. I should get that. But I'm going to wait till the end of the event to see if I get it in a loot box. And then we oh, don't yeah. get it in a loot box. <laughs> and then I don't buy the skin. And the next Christmas rolls around and I'm like, all right, I got to remember to buy that really great skin. Christmas. And then the same thing happens. How they get you. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they're getting. They're not really getting anything. I'm just oh, getting disappointed. That's it. They're getting cha, Andy. They're getting cha. They're getting cha. Podcast at talkingreckless.com is an email address. You can. Uh, write uh, in sorry. Your... Just before you do the email, I do have sure. one more news story that I just actually just found that popped up. 
Late breaking uh, news. That, 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 that'll give us all a, a good laugh. Um, I don't know if you gentlemen are, are familiar with the group PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Oh, heard, I know I've what this is. Yes. Yeah. They, um, <laughs> they shared some footage on Twitter on Wednesday uh, where they had a bunch of people, and I'm assuming this is kind of joking, but also to get a point across of some sort, they had a bunch of people uh, that were holding a quote-unquote protest outside of Blathers Museum saying that fish shouldn't be kept in a cage and that they belong in the sea. Hmm. <laughs> what about, like, you have an owl who's running the museum? That... I have a lot of... Listen, if you're going to draw your line in the sand, mm-hmm. maybe it should be, like, a clear line. Well, why, why stop it? Fit? What about bugs? Why, why are they not mad about the bugs? Yeah, well, no bugs allowed in the museum, I don't think. Or, or Hughes doesn't like them, right? Yeah, he'll put them in there. Keeps him in there. Yeah, yeah, he says well, bugs aren't animals. that he says, despite the fact that I despise the creature, you can rest assured it'll be well taken care of. Exactly. Good man. Say he is you. he is a good man. And some of those fucking tanks in there are gigantic. They got lots of yeah. room to swim around. Fuck. Fuck. And that museum <laughs> is like when I first fucking walked into that museum in Animal Crossing, I was going to be like, oh, it's going to be some fucking tanks with the fish I caught like they do in video games. That place is extravagant. Like for yeah. a fucking deserted island in the middle of nowhere, Blathers came in there and he said, I'm a fucking build a museum. Yeah. I ain't yeah. dicking around here. We're going to make sure that this place is not only dope to look at, but it's going to be a dope place to take care of the animals. I tell you right now, those fish doing way better in that museum than they were the ocean or that tiny ass and, stream and, on that island. And you know what? I, I just, Listen, I love animals. I, I got no problem with the animals. I'm all for the ethical treatment of them. But you know what? You came after Blathers, so go fuck yourself, Peter. How about that? Yeah, well said. You don't yeah, come yeah, after yeah. fucking Blathers. I, I don't have time to unpack my thoughts on, on whether I think zoos are right or wrong, uh, but I know the Animal Crossing Museum is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you goddamn right. Eads, you summed that up perfectly. Uh, Errol fucking podcast at talkingmerkles.com <laughs> is an email address. Carol king, fucking podcast. King, king, of the, king of the no snow. <laughs> uh, where you can write in your electronic M's, your emails, if you like. Uh, you can also drop these on our Discord, uh, which now works. Now now works, apparently. If you want to leave voice emails on there. To have a, sorry, Eads, weren't you supposed to have a voice thing for this week? Uh, we ended up uh, the person who left the voice thing because uh, it, it was like a little uh, it wasn't that it was wordy I just didn't kind of have time to listen to it and parse it out uh, they just typed in their question in the chat while we were doing it last week oh. we, got the, we got the short version uh, so we're still waiting for a voicemail that's right we only play the ones that are about Will Smith. That was the real problem. Was Will Smith was neither mentioned nor praised. <laughs> true. So I'm not. I'm just going to play any garbage on this on this podcast. Uh, Zach writes in and says, uh, "Hey, TR crew, here's some video game randomness for everyone. My wife was choreographing a middle school musical. <laughs> Been there, buddy. Right as COVID mm-hmm. hit, the school switched to making a video about the musical. So my wife and I went to the school this week to film some B-roll." As I'm putting away some extension cords in the closet, my eye spots what could only be an OG Xbox game case. Not one, but two unopened copies of The Hustle Detroit Streets, the S in Hustle is a dollar sign, plus a Mummy Dragon Emperor PS2 game. Uh, photos on the Discord, it's true, he did put those photos up there. I can verify that the photos at least were authentic. 
my question to you is, what are some random games that you found in random places? Churches, rec centers, friends' house, yard sales, thrift stores, etc. Shit. This is another one of those questions where I feel like I need a week to sit on it. Okay. This is the uh, news. This is the news thing. Oh, if you send out the news early, I can have news done. This is the, this is that again. I'll send you these emails on Monday, and you're not going to be. Uh, All right. Sorry, my that controller was, was cutting out. What, uh, can you repeat the question? Part of sure. it. Sure. Uh, Zach found some old random video games yeah. in a school. Uh, what is what are some random video games that you found in random places? Churches, rec centers, friend houses, oh, yard sales, thrift stores, etc. I found along with a VHS of a porno tape in the ceiling of my basement. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, which my brother and I, so I've told this story before, but very quickly, we found this VHS tape up there because I don't know what we were doing. We had to take the grid ceiling down for some reason. My brother and I found this VHS tape, and we were like, we were like, we're adults. We were like, like seventeen and eighteen, not adults, but grown individuals. Who are like, it's probably porn, obviously, uh, but there's only one VCR in the house, so to make sure, we had to go upstairs to my sister's room and <laughs> put the porn oh. in her v- in her in her VCR. Rescue maneuver. And uh, oh no, we knew full well what we were doing. We we watched it. We're like, yep, this is porn, 100. Uh, you know, nothing like crazy. Uh, and we just left it in the VHS and then never, ever, ever, ever heard about it again. Um, but also in that ceiling, we found a bunch of old labelless Super Nintendo games, but nobody had a Super Nintendo at the time, so we couldn't try them out. Do you still have them? Uh, no, no, almost certainly That's not. True. My brother might, actually. And, uh, I could ask him. So, I, uh, a big Super Nintendo fan as well. I had one as a kid. I uh, would play a bunch of games, and I was, I don't know, fucking around being a kid in, like, I'm probably, like, six or seven uh, in our garage at my parents' place, and... There's some boxes, I guess, that got left out there or that got mislabeled or something from when we had moved there when I was even younger that I was just kind of like exploring shit in the garage. And I found these boxes and there was like four or five different Super Nintendo games in there. Specifically, one of them was uh, Link to the Past, which I always thought was super cool find. And that was weird that I found it in like a treasure chest style thing that ended up being my first exposure to the game that has things coming out of treasure chests. Oh, wow. Heck of a fine. I still remember that yeah. day like it was yesterday, too. Especially when you're a young kid and, like, video games weren't as plentiful as they were now. It was like, it truly yeah. was a treasure. It's like, oh, shit. To get four I'm or rich. five. <laughs> Andy, you ever uh, find any, uh, any games kicking around anywhere? Uh, I'll be able to tell you next week. I got to think about it for a bit. I don't have anything. Right That's now. okay. Have a good one. Right. I, I actually, I actually don't think I have. So unfortunately, I guess this, this isn't. Uh, this isn't really like a weird place because I think we've all found or seen games in these things before. But I, the copy, the GameCube copy of Gauntlet Legacy uh, that I owned, gross. That I ru- that I ruined by spilling. Uh, Pepsi Cola all over it. Made better um, by spilling Pepsi Cola yeah. all over it. I got out of a, a claw game at a at the Sherwood Park Galaxy Cinema. Oh shit! I've never seen anybody get a game, especially they're so narrow and like slick with the yeah. claw. That's crazy. It like and it was a it was like a first try thing, and like the claw barely closed when I picked it up. It like did not close as much as it closes when. It grabs teddy bears and stuff because it just gets wedged in there. Yeah. 
but we got it. Uh, it was what I was going for, but I did not play it long before I was like, well, this is... Yeah. I don't know about this game. <laughs> yeah, Dark Legacy, not... Not good. Not good. I think I beat it. It was before. I beat it with a buddy. Coach Cole. Uh, yeah. We only had one game, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was the before time, time where there, yeah. there were no good games and bad games. They're just the game you had. Yeah. Podcast at TalkingRocks.com is the uh, email address you want to write in your thoughts, uh, stories, anecdotes, other other things like that. Uh, drop them on the old email or the subreddit if you want to uh, say nice things about Will Smith. Play those here as well. Uh, what do I got coming up here? Do uh, Rolling Reckless every Sunday. That's our Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It's super fun. And hopefully there's one of us back in the studio up by the time you hear this. That'd be cool. Uh, we have a Westworld podcast called Westworld FM, which... Uh, you, If you watch Westworld, you know I, I need to say no more. Uh, ton, ton, tons of things. <laughs> The saga, it's entertaining to listen to people talk to it regardless of the result. I like to think that some of our best uh, uh, West Coast FM stuff was the uh, stuff when we started not liking the show. Yes. The, the, the lead up is like, if you, if, you, if you watch episode and listen episode by episode, it's really fun to like guess at conspiracy theories and, and, and do all the, like, the guesswork and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, episode by episode. It's not about it's not about where it's not about the destination in Westworld. It's it's about the journey. No, uh, but that's other phrase. Well, we got an anime podcast uh, called, called Super Saiyan Pod. Super Saiyan, the the world's premier anime podcast. Um, lots of stuff. Go find it all. Talkmerkles.com. Andy, thank you very much, my friend, for making the time for us. It was a pleasure to be here. Sorry, I w- I feel like I was a little angry this week. I promise next week I'll bring more Absolutely. of a positive vibe. Well, I, no, I, I won't. Pre- I appreciate that. It's all the Dragon Ball. Hit him with a dolphin. Just got you fired up. Uh, Brandon, <laughs> thank you very much for uh, joining us here today, making the time. Uh, it, was, uh, it was good to be here. This was nice. Warren Barris, always a pleasure, my friend. Oh, oui. That's what we all say when you're here. <laughs> Just, uh... <laughs> I, like, I like what a fool believes. What a good song. What a fool who believes. Uh, and you at home. Thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully we'll be back in studio next week. Sorry, we got these all out of my system. Get them in while I can. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you here. Seven days will be the next episode of the Tom Reckless Podcast. We'll see you then. That's how I live my life. I jump into danger both feet. That's right. I like to Pencil think that dive. we're all on a highway to the danger zone. Oh, mm. fuck. No. Given, words. given a little more time, I could have had that hockey ready to go. Had I but known. I'd like to think that we're all on a highway to... <laughs> Smoke weed every day. Danger. There it is. (laughs) Stop it. Uh, (laughs) Can't hit me with the sweat.